This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Rae, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away next chapter in the Star Wars saga, Return of the Jedi. The battle between good and evil rages on. Join the further adventures of Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Princess Leia, Lando Calrissian, Chewbacca, C-3PO and R2-D2 and Darth Vader. A journey to alien worlds. It's a trap. A rebellion against oppression. An epic of heroes and villains. An adventure as vast as the universe. Return of the Jedi. Coming to a selected theater in your galaxy. To another episode of Newcomers. I'm Lauren Lapkin. I'm Nicole Byer. Uh, and we're, we know, we've never seen Star Wars. Sure haven't. We watched uh, Return of the Jedi. We did. And you know what? I liked, I liked it. it too. <laughs> this feels so huge because honestly, yes. I don't know that we were expecting to like anything. I thought I was going to hate yeah. all of these movies. Yeah. I was really delighted uh, to find that I thought this one was very cute mm-hmm. and funny and actually sad. There were a lot of points where I felt emotionally so invested. So many in points where I was very, very Every upset. character we like dies. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> also, I didn't know everyone dies. Me neither. I was surprised by every death. And I think what happened was Nobody really, I guess, talks about the third movie. Right. Well, I think part of what it is, someone just mentioned to us that Darth Vader, I was like, so that's it? And they're like, Mm -hmm. no, he's in the next one. It's a prequel. Yes. So then I was like, oh, that's why in my head he's in all of the Mm -hmm. movies. But then I was like, so I didn't know he died. I I didn't know he died either. And by the way, he's ugly as fuck. He's disgusting. (laughs) When they took off that helmet, I said, oh, no. No, I was. You better put that right back on. Very gross. Ugh. Okay, should we introduce our guest? Let's please do it. I just, okay. We have on today Emily Yoshida. Mm -hmm. She's a writer and filmmaker and one of the hosts of the podcast Night Call. And she's written for so many publications, Vanity Mm -hmm. Fair, Vulture, and uh, including an article about Star Wars called All the CGI Characters in the Star Wars Prequels (laughs) Ranked from Tolerable to Inexcusable. I was like, what is this Star Wars content going to be? Because there's been so much, I feel like, over the years. So, yeah, that was, I was very proud of that one. I love that it's, tolerable not like (laughs) the best ones to the worst it's this one's fine i don't know if this was ranked on the cgi characters list but um and i don't know what version you guys were watching of this because there are many versions so did you get age makeup hayden christensen when he takes off the Okay. No, no, when he no, takes no, off no, the no. helmet, no. Helmet. We, got, we uh, saw a Hayden Christensen at a in a hologram. We got a blob oh, okay. 
There's like, I think there's a version where, and I get these all mixed up because I like, I'm such a Luddite about this. I like try to get the most original version that I mm-hmm. possibly can get, but um, where I think that they like plopped in his face. Oh no, like they that's a, really bad. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I, Why would I, you ever? The CGI stuff really bothers it me. It takes yes. me out. Me yeah. And like in the scene where there's like a band in this one, mm-hmm. they were like rocking out and then like a cartoon comes in. Yes. Yeah. It's so dumb. Uh-huh. It's like, it looks like Shrek. Like yeah. it's because it was made like prior to Shrek. That mm-hmm. that CGI animation was like done for 1997. So it looks like CGI wow. from 1997. It does. It does. It's like Roger Rabbit or something <laughs> yeah. happening. I yeah. don't know. Even though My that's roommate that, made but. me watch the original that he pulled up on YouTube mm-hmm. and was like, this is better. And yeah. Like, Actually, it's little it Muppets is better. dancing around. It looks like real. <laughs> I know. And that was what I really loved about this movie was how all the practical effects were like my favorite mm-hmm. part. And they were so... There were so many more than in the other movies, like so mm-hmm. many more characters mm-hmm. and like puppets and things, which I loved. Mm-hmm. I thought Jabba was amazing. We were we were bummed because we watched the new A New Hope with yes. Jabba like CGI. Yeah, CGI CGI'd slug. So I like weird. him better. Big and nasty and a yeah. puppet. Yeah. yeah, and there's this whole kind of arc that we don't we don't get, and because uh, we don't see him in Empire, but apparently he like really kind of goes to seed in between uh, New Hope and uh, oh, yeah, because he's yes. like he's immobile like a, right. and, and yes. uh, Return of the Jedi. Truly, he's like a thousand like pounds. My six hundred pound life. Yeah. he kept eating <laughs> and needs Doctor now. <laughs> and then the first one, he was kind of sprightly, like yeah. walking around, kicking his tail. He can slither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but I loved all of the weird creatures in Jabba's palace, yes, if you will. Yeah. And then, okay, who is in charge of the wardrobe for prisoners? Because this bikini Princess Leia <laughs> oh is my in God. is so, wild. So is this like known as the horniest moment? Well, yeah, I think a lot of <laughs> teenage boys like have some kind of formational uh, moment with this. But I was wondering, like you guys having not seen it before now, like what was your awareness of the Princess Leia slave outfit? Because it's like such a kind of icon of mm-hmm. geek mythology, especially like heterosexual male geek yeah. stuff. I knew it was coming. I didn't realize it was while she was a prisoner. Me neither. Yeah. And I also didn't know that it wouldn't be for the whole movie. Same. I thought it was kind of like the look for this mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> kind of like how superheroes <laughs> have a look. But no, she changes. Yeah. She's a real woman. She was like, this is not comfy. I think that surprised <laughs> me that she got to change clothes throughout mm-hmm. the movie. Like, I just mm-hmm. saw it as, I don't know, I kind of imagine these, a few outfits that she's in yeah. over time and that she would just be in the She has a lot mm-hmm. of different looks. Yeah. I, do you guys have a favorite? Because I have. Strong opinions about Leia's. So far, I think her puffy vest. Yeah, I was just gonna say, do you like the puffy (laughs) vest? Because she has a really good hairdo in that Mm -hmm. movie. She she has these like loopy braids and stuff. And she got to have her hair down in this one, which I was happy about. Honestly, (laughs) too much hair. Yeah, it's very, very seventies hair. But I guess they had to like make it realistic that she would have had those entire braids. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, (laughs) But okay, so the creatures we have are Twi'leks. Uh, I believe it's Twi'lex. Twi'lex. Thank you. They look. It looks like a personified penis. <laughs> oh, that guy fucking. Oh, I hated Bit him. Fortuna. I felt like I knew guys who looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just like a whisper in between each two. Yeah, <laughs> I always kind of forget that like they're he's the same species as the dancers, which is very funny. Like, oh, oh really? Um, yeah, the the girls that are like With they the have long like green head that's like of? banded. They, oh, they're they're yeah. like head tails are in bands, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, um, yeah, Twilight Twilight dancing girls. I gotta um, say, for prisoners, what a great time. Well, that's what I was confused about. It's like they were having fun. Yeah, possibly. Well, the the dance. I don't think the dancers were having fun. I mean, the the one gets thrown into the pit. Well, yeah, she died. Well, Mm. I don't think they're prisoners. Oh, they're just part of the crew. Oh, like I think that they're maybe the girls are prisoners. I don't know. Like Leia certainly is because she like just she's like literally chained up. She's She's on on a a chain. chain. Uh, But I think that everybody else is just like it's like a den of like scum of villainy it's just like everybody's hanging out with the hot gangster and Mm -hmm. uh enjoying the entertainment and uh and then the cartoon i guess it's like the sopranos where uh tony soprano goes to yeah about a being with all the girls and they're performing (laughs) for him and he interacts with them okay so we can't know for sure whether the girls are enjoying themselves but they they don't look like they're enjoying themselves and one of them gets eaten by a monster yeah yeah Yeah. that was a bummer 
Yeah. And then we got the Gamorreans who look like uh, little warthogs. Yeah. Um, these guys, like, the when they first show up, I feel like that's the first sign that, like, Return of the Jedi's is going to be a little cute. Because mm-hmm. they're, yes. like, they're supposed to be mean, <laughs> but you're like, oh, like a little pig guy. I know. I kind of, this felt very <laughs> Disney. And, like, there is mm-hmm. a, a character, I think, from Sleeping Beauty that they're kind of, like, guards that look like the, these little rhino oh. guys. Oh. They reminded yeah. me of that. But I thought, very accessible for my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so then Rancors. Yeah, yeah massive beasts with scary. claws and lots of gross teeth. I didn't like them. I um, love the Rancor. I think, like, this This movie has a lot of, like, kind of funny details that didn't need to be in it at all. And mm-hmm. one of my favorites are, is the guy who um, who loves the Rancor, who trains mm-hmm. the Rancor when he goes and he's crying over him. Mm-hmm. I love that moment. It's so It makes me feel so weird still. There were so <laughs> many, like, weird little details in this one. I've, I It felt like they gave, like, Henson people, like, free reign. Yeah, they said, make us the weirdest shit you can. Yeah. And then we got a, a Kowakian monkey lizard. I liked the look oh, of I this little this dude, yeah. but he was so sinister. Yeah, but I <laughs> he was really like nasty. He's very yeah. Henson, though, yeah. like mm-hmm. super, yeah, very Fraggle Rock, salacious crumb. Yeah. yeah. See, I know all these guys' names because I read the novelizations of mm. all the books, and oh, wow. the novelizations that earlier that there's novels. Yeah, yeah, they not only give you the name, they're like instead of just like, oh, there's this little guy who looked like a little rat monkey. They're <laughs> like a salacious bee crumb, like cackled <laughs> maniacally or whatever, and then. And they they also, which is crazy, they um all of the foreign languages they'll like write out phonetically. Wow. So oh. like I know all the lines that are like like the Fortuna lines and stuff because they are like spelled out in the wow. like oh, goody and stuff. Like I totally remember wow. all of them. <laughs> How wild. It's very weird. How it's old like, were you when you started getting into this stuff? Mm-hmm. Um I first watched all these movies when I was, I think, seven or eight. And my mom put me onto them. She uh, she did with like all sci-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we were a big geek uh, household. But and then I got really into them, like to the geek level, I think around like age 10 or 11. And then and then the the, the reissues came out in 97. And then that's when it kind of exploded. And mm-hmm. I was just like all in. And, and it was also like the Internet was starting to be like a useful resource if you wanted to be a nerd about something. Yeah. So it all kind of timed up perfectly around then. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. And did you have it's friends when cool. you were... It's not cool. No, it's, it's okay. We're learning about how it <laughs> yeah, is cool. we're learning. We're, we're getting very on board. Cool. People yeah. love I'm, this. I'm, I'm glad that you guys are into this one because this one has gotten a historically bad rap. I don't um, understand well, how. We kind of yeah. heard that on our two yeah. previous episodes that mm-hmm. people will say that this is like the most childish one and that then makes it kind of lame. Guess what? These are movies for kids. Yes. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Like, so like this is the best one. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's funny. It's cute. It's it has a lot creatures. of like unique interest. Like the, obviously Ewoks. Yeah. Oh, incredible. boy. Now, do we, you love Ewoks? I love Ewoks. We love Ewoks. I didn't know what an Ewok was, and I decided yeah. to not look it up. They are so fucking They're so cute, and there's such a wide range about what they can yes. look like within mm-hmm. their species, yeah. which I love. A lot yes. of diversity yeah. within the Ewoks. Yeah. And their little baby ones were so cute. <laughs> yeah. So cute. And they're kind of insane. Like, yeah. I don't know, when yeah. Leia first approaches the Ewok and then they have like a little like back and forth. Yeah. I just love that moment and it kind of sat with her and ate. It was adorable. His name is, so his name is Wicket Warwick, I believe. Oh, oh. they have individual <laughs> names. Because <laughs> yes. I God. had a little plushie of him. Um, I want one. Very, very this cute. You can get him at Disneyland. I, I'm Okay. Yeah. The problem is I'm going to have so much Star Wars merch <laughs> so soon. I like, want it all. And I minutes ago thought this was all the worst thing that ever happened. So. Well, this is the thing when in the... Um, with the Last Jedi, uh, the the, star, the most recent Star Wars movie that Ryan Johnson directed, and he he created the Porgs, sort of like these like little bird penguin type guys. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, I've seen those. And yeah, there was I've... a lot of like eye rolling around that. It's like no, there is a proud tradition of cuties yeah. in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you must respect it. Um, yeah, I love. Yeah, I'll I love show you what they look like. Oh, oh yes, I've seen yeah, those. People those were kind adorable. of obsessed with these, like when I they like came those. out. I feel like a lot of people wore this for Halloween. Yeah. They're very, um, they're that's very, very cute. cute. I think I like the most about this movie as it almost immediately starts into action. So the first movie, right. I truly was like, why are we watching The Gold Man and the Little Rolling Dumpster for so <laughs> long? And then the second movie, same thing. This one, they like knock, knock, knock on the door. They get let in and it's a whole thing. Yeah. I was excited for you because I, we had been <laughs> so bored by some of these openings. Yes. And I was like, there's no preamble. We're just no getting preamble. right to we the point. No preamble. We got right to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then I like 
the progression of Luke. Yes. Luke comes in. He a badass. Yeah. He's like, the force is fully with me. (laughs) So you know how Leia comes in and she pretends to be the... What's it called? Hunter. Like a bounty hunter? Yeah. I thought that was Luke at first, but then I was like, ooh, look at the hips. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's Leia. You're onto it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that yeah, was a fun I, part. I love, I love that look for her. Um, one of many Leia looks I enjoy. Uh, I also like that she learned, she she chose to speak whatever language has like the least amount of words. Because like whatever <laughs> language she's using, they give the subtitles and it's like a whole sentence. And she said like three noises. <laughs> it's like whoever was in charge of making the languages up for Star Wars just like took the off day that day. They were like, <laughs> well, it'll make it easy for the actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to think that Carrie Fisher was like, no, I won't learn a new language. Yeah, yeah. No. I feel like from what I know of her personality, she might have been like, "Can you just? just I'm not going to give say me all a couple that. things yeah. to say." Well, she also, I mean, I mean, she has like a like the. I don't even know if that's her voice because they put it through a modifier, but oh, also yeah. her voice is a little rough in this movie, like noticeably rough. It is different. Yeah. I noticed yeah. that. She what, from uh, just like partying, or I think, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, she has like a coke nail, you like, a visible coke nail in this movie. Yeah. Does she that? really? Hilarious! What a treat! See? Yeah, not being willing to cut it. <laughs> yes, she was like, absolutely not. What am I going to do after we wrap? Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do to get through the day? <laughs> I'd have to like wait another three weeks to grow it out again. <laughs> yes. oh, I um, love that. Yeah, you can see it. Like I remember when that became like a kind of viral thing. That was like somebody actually went around to like freeze frame that moment oh, she has her great. hand on Han's shoulder you can it's very easily googleable that's so funny yeah but okay. she mostly didn't talk I don't know that she's talked about doing blow on Return of the Jedi she talked about it on Empire which she's like much more high strung for so mm-hmm. maybe that makes sense she's mm-hmm. kind of chilled out actually in Jedi but yeah she definitely sounds like she's had some long nights yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, then they have um, the whole thing with Han Solo thawing him out. That happened, that happened mm-hmm. before. After. Yeah, so we... Oh, that was right before that. Okay, so Princess Leia comes yeah. down undercover. Yes, we thaw then him we out. Then we have the fight to escape mm-hmm. Jabba's clutches, which I loved. Yeah. yeah that was a so fun good. fight. And, yeah, I mean, all my notes really were every time someone died that I cared about or mm-hmm. thought what I was supposed to care about or was planning to get invested in for the next <laughs> fucking ten movies. Yeah. I was shocked. Just died. Boba well, Fett, Jabba. I couldn't believe Jabba died. I thought that was insane. <laughs> also, all he died from was strangulation. Yeah. It was so, so weird. It, it was, was so easy. easy. Yeah. But uh, I was like, good, get him out of here. I, I wanted more. He was only in the movie for like 15 minutes. <laughs> like, I thought he was such an important figure. Yeah, just Wait, like really? Boba Fett. Yes. No, but Boba, okay, I want to talk to you guys about Boba Fett okay. because I think I, this, the, and watching, because I had to watch like this, one of the new editions where they have all the added footage and stuff in it. So there are more cutaway shots to Boba Fett when they're in Jabba's palace. Like, when people are having conversations, they'll like cut to Boba Fett mm-hmm. on the side, like talking to some of the dancing girls or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and it's very weird because like so that character blew up after like he's in like two shots in mm-hmm. in Empire Strikes Back and then yeah. when, like in, during the original release he blew up after that like every single boy like including my husband I just do not get it because I'm like what is with him like why do you guys think he's so cool why is he this huge character he does nothing yeah um, but apparently like you know they merchandise the hell out of him mm. and then he shows up. He didn't even have a name that was said out loud in, in Empire. And then he shows up in Jedi and like and there's a whole thing where they like where, you know, Han accidentally kills him and is like Boba Fett, Boba Fett. It's like that was like completely a response to this like merchandising that had, ha- wow. had taken place in between Empire and Jedi. And then in between that original release and then the re-release where they added in all this extra Boba Fett footage just to like like I don't know the fan service type type stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I truly don't understand the Boba Fett huh. thing. And um, I always thought when I I've heard the name Boba Fett. I think my entire yeah. life, but I thought it was more like a Jabba thing. Like I, that name just mm-hmm. sounds. So I was surprised yeah, by what he's he, just like a thin like man a wearing Boba the yeah, Fett. a helmet. Yeah, yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. Um. So is it weird that I was surprised Jabba died, or that or I thought it was gonna be so much more important? Like, yeah, same to uh, you. Is that like Jabba's just not a key player? Like, no, he's like a hurt. He's like a boss. On like okay. it's like yeah. a, a, a level of a video game. Um, he's made to seem more important if you are watching the re-releases where you have that added scene. Mm-hmm. Um, right. 
And I, I guess originally also, I don't know if you guys talked about this, but because they, they shot that scene, obviously, and then they added in yeah. the CGI right. Jabba. But Jabba was like a human. Yes. yes. Originally. Yeah. 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 Um, so I think that maybe they had kind of intended to make him more of a thing. But by the like, if you're watching the original release and you've never seen him before that that movie, then I I don't know. He just seems like an obstacle to overcome. Mm-hmm. Right. A very yeah. colorful obstacle. And I think he just became such a big part of culture, like yes. as a reference yeah. point that to me, I thought like he's a, he's going to be in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if they made that movie now as like an original story, he, they, he would be the whole point. Yeah. And absolutely. killing him would be like right. the end. Yes. Because there's many different hurdles for them yeah. to get through. It's yeah. like a. It's like an obstacle course. But yeah. I guess it's more fun. They kill him right away and you're like, now mm-hmm. what? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. That was that made it more interesting for me. I yeah. liked that fight. I did not like the, that like uh, uh, little shop of horrors plant that was in the yeah. ground. Yeah. And my roommate, John Milizer, was like, oh, that was at it later. It yeah. used to just be teeth. It was just like a spiky hole. Like mm. it was very vaginal before. <laughs> and then it got tentacles and a little mouth and it's very stupid. Yeah. It, um, was, too, it was too much like Little Shop before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. I got worried that Lando was going to die. And I was like, please, we no. just got a yeah. black man. Yeah, yeah, we need please him. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was sweating. And I was like, I hope his perm doesn't sweat out. <laughs> I was very worried about that. But then he, he gets he saved. He's the only one whose hair changes with the times yes, in a different right. way. Like, I feel like Leia's in a whole different universe with her hair. It's yeah. not like anything I've <laughs> seen, really. And then everyone else is kind of just like whatever their hair is doing. Mm-hmm. But I did feel like he has like styles. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Luke's hair got worse in this one. Yeah, I Luke's, do. It's a little helmety. Yeah. It goes from the full on 70s shag to like a more like conservative mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 80s look. Yeah, in the first one, he's like a <laughs> surfer, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's we, just riding that moisture he's farming. <laughs> I can't let that go. He's moisture all, farming is so funny to me. <laughs> so weird. He's hogging all the moisture. Okay, yeah. wait, so they filmed this one in the Redwood National Park Forest and oh, Yuma yeah. Desert in Arizona and outside of London as well. So um, they didn't go back to Tunisia for tattooing. Yeah. Huh. I th- this is the maybe the least interesting locations for shooting. Well, the, I like the Redwood Forest stuff just because I that like Endor cool. and I love the the speeder bike chase. Oh, that I was used awesome. to like mm-hmm. in like the early days of online video, I I spent probably like 3 hours downloading just like a like a posted size uh, clip of that scene, just so I could watch it over oh, and over. That's, that's <laughs> adorable. It's very cute. I loved it so much. Also, um, this is a fun fact: George Lucas ran production as an independent filmmaker because he severed all ties to the Hollywood system, feeling persecuted after the, the success of The Empire Strikes wow. Back. Wow. What do you do? You know about this? What do you mean by persecuted? I have no idea, oh, but okay. I feel like this is the beginning of the. The the Lucas, uh, I don't know what you would call it exactly. He just has like a complex in general. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so interesting because this has come up a few times. And I when I think of this whole franchise and him, what I've always thought was that like Star Wars fans just straight up revered him like with no yes. hesitation. And it feels like everyone who's come on the show has mm-hmm. said like, oh, well, he kind of gets in his own way like there's like a lot of criticism yeah. for him. Yeah. I think I think that maybe there was just like kind of un, uninhibited, you know, love and admiration of him until maybe until the re-releases came out like I think that there were some people who were like why would he mess with these movies? Like mm-hmm. why not just like remaster them and make them look incredible instead of adding all this extra shit mm-hmm. into them? But I mean, I didn't really feel that also as a child at the time and I was just right. stoked to see them on a big screen. Um, but I think definitely with the prequels, that's when a lot of people were like, wait, is this person, this person has like, this person has made enough money and like has enough resources that they, they don't have to be a part of the Hollywood system. They can kind of run Mm -hmm. things on their own. They don't need to have extra studio eyes, you know, see like making sure that a movie isn't boring as hell. Um, or like, or even just like reads like a movie. Right. Um, I think that the original Star Wars movies, people liked them because they were kind of, they felt like sort of referential to like old serials and stuff and like very familiar sort of pulpy genres and everything. And then, <laughs> but then the prequels are kind of, the genre is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it's like very, it feels very um, 
like hermetically just like walled off from everything else. And those are the, the ones that are next. Yes. The next three. Yes. And okay. people don't seem to like the prequels. <laughs> We've been told they but are horrible. We love this movie, That's so true. we're gonna love these prequels. <laughs> we better fucking love something about them. I don't know. Are you I, gonna you're gonna watch the prequels? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean I think I'm I feel like I have a new bit of like life inside of me after mm-hmm. watching this one because I I got really scared after the first one. Second yes. one, I was like, this is still possibly uh-huh. a very bad idea. And then the third one, I was, I was like, like, honestly, I think I care about this world now. Me too. And I was like, I'm kind of, <laughs> I kind of want to know what's going on, yes. and I want to be informed. Just like cherish this feeling right now before you, <laughs> you watch the yeah. rest of them. I'm I'm surprised you guys. So you guys were not into Empire because that's my. I mean, that's like we the popular thought it was favorite. better than the first yes. one. Yeah, but we did a very really big improvement. But. A lot of things that it's could have been cut. Yeah, it's it's, it's a it's a it's a classic downer part two mm-hmm. that leaves yeah. you in a very uncertain place. Before well, I also think what's been kind of interesting is how the sort of pop culture phrases and like big things that we've held on to mm-hmm. are knocked out pretty quickly. Yes, and like so this one had a couple. So we finally got that Luke and Leia are siblings. Yes, yes. we learned that. Um, we learned that when he goes to see Yoda. Yeah, Yoda is clearly not well. Yeah. And Yoda, Yoda just is truly like, let me go. And then Luke is like, but I have some more questions. At one point, he is cross-eyed because he is like, let <laughs> go about to fucking die. die. I know. And it's kind of rude. But then also I was like, I get it. Let's keep him alive a little bit longer. Well, he was like, I just want to lay down. I'm like, you're saying that you could be answering mm-hmm. the question. Like, yeah. just mm-hmm. take the time right also, now. Before the whole scene started, when you first see him, I looked at John. I was like, why he's so old? And John was like, just watch. Just. <laughs> and then Yoda he's- literally was like, I look old. I'm 900. I I said to Mike, like, if Yoda dies, I'm not going to be able to handle it. And Mm -hmm. he was like, keep watching the scene. And then I was like, is Yoda going to die? And and then, like, I started doing something on my phone. He was like, Yoda dies, so pay attention. I was like, And oh, no. then he did die, and he just disappeared. He just yeah, yeah. disappears that's into the force. Nice. That's like, yeah, if you're if you're, I guess if you're one with the force when you die, you disappear. It's just like Obi Wan did. Yeah, know? and yeah. it feels nice for children to watch something mm-hmm. that if a beloved character dies, they just kind of like just love it into the fade. Yeah. 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 Um, that was really devastating though, and I actually feel bummed about it. And do we get to see him again? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Allegedly, he flips and stuff oh, in the right. prequels. Oh, right. We did find out. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. He, you this see is, him in CGI. I think this is what's oh, hard. Oh, he's CGI? I don't know. Why do they oh, do that? Um, and the first, and one, he is he is a puppet that I think they do a little bit of CG augmentation mm-hmm. to, and he's fully CG for two and three. This bums me out yeah. because me I think part of the reason why I like him so much is because he's a practical yeah. puppet yeah. who you can see... Uh, his expressions, yeah, he's and, a lot of yeah, personality. It, it, it's so impressive. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah. that to me, like just does so much more than CGI. With even you, you forgive so much about it, mm-hmm. yeah, and it feels real. Like fine, that's what that character, that Yoda thing, yes. looks like a puppet, yeah, and that's real. Yeah, like I don't know, I can get on board with that. We have to take a break. We do. We'll be right back, and we'll talk about Ewoks. Remember in 2018 when border control separated thousands of refugee kids from their parents and deported the parents back to their home countries while keeping the kids in the United States? Well, believe it or not, six years later, there are hundreds of families who still have not been reunified. Although we as a community may feel hopeless at times, I recently learned about an organization called Al Otro Lado, which works to reunify families. They provide holistic, legal, and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the U.S. and Tijuana through a multidisciplinary, client-centered, harm reduction-based practice. Since 2018, they've reunified over 100 refugee families ripped apart by Trump's zero-tolerance policy. Once reunited, Al Otrolado helps each family to find legal representation, housing, and counseling that they need in order to heal and get on their feet. Imagine having your child ripped from your arms and never knowing when you'd see them again. We can't let family separations go on. If you're like me and believe that families belong together, join me in supporting Al Otrolado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otrolado in the description of this episode or go to gum.fm slash charity to donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. 
eltrolado.org slash volunteer. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. My social battery right now, where would I put it? Ooh, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking to connect with friends. I'm also looking to retreat a little bit and be by myself. It's hard to know exactly what you need at any given time. And it can be so easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up so much. After the winter, the spring is here. Well, what's the right amount of socializing for you and how do you recharge? Maybe you thrive around people. Maybe you need more alone time. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. I started therapy when I was about 30 and it was so, so helpful for me for learning about myself, learning about boundaries, learning about my relationships with other people and how to deal with other people. There's so many things you can benefit from therapy. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com newcomers today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot newcomers. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. And now we're back. <laughs> this was my favorite part, obviously. I think all of us agree. Yeah. Ewoks are the best. They're so cute. Okay, so they made two TV films and an animated TV show about Ewoks. But That's they... what you need to watch next. Really? Oh. Yeah. Take a break and watch the Ewok adventure. Okay, we should um, do that. Yeah. All right, Blip let's watch the Ewok that. adventure. They are, they, I remember them being very scary when I was oh, a kid. Are they, oh, really? Are they... Um, Animated or no? Those They're are live real. action. Oh, cool. They're, okay. Um, yeah, and it's like about a little girl who's like stranded from her family on on the on Endor, and um, I just remember like I think there's a witch in them. Oh, we have yeah. to watch that. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. We to need watch that. we it's need like something some made straight for us. to video eighties <laughs> fair. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but they almost didn't exist at all. Originally, the heroes were going to get help from a group of Wookiees, mm-hmm. and the production team decided that since Chewbacca could fly the Millennium Falcon, Wookiees were too technolog- technologically advanced for the plot. So there's a scene where C-3PO gets his eye chewed on by Jabba's weird sidekick and pet, and while filming in the suit, actor Anthony Daniels had a panic attack 
Instead of delivering his lines, he simply repeated, get me up, get me up. Okay, I, just, <laughs> I, I accidentally went into the next point because no, I was no, covering my bullet point, but that's um insane. Yeah. Wow. You had a panic attack? Like I didn't it. know about that. That's Oof. wild. So, Ugh, wait, I mean, isn't that what he says in the movie or no? Did he not say that? Uh, I feel like that scene was weird. It was weird. You mean when he's... Um, when he's getting chewed on. He does say, get, get me, me up. up. Yeah. So it was, I remember left, thinking it was weird. They left his panic attack in the movie. I Wait. almost think I said that to Mike that it seemed like he really just mm-hmm. said that and they left it in. Wait, is that... But when he's but getting his eye chewed out, isn't that in... Um, in the Jabba's scene, or yes, is it? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Jumps, yeah. I, I, I jumped a little Okay, okay, okay. No, no, so that's really. Like, I told you guys. Me, I know this movie. <laughs> I was like, I, I told you guys, I have this in a <laughs> no, drive in my not, brain. <laughs> it's not while the Ewoks are happening. No, no. No. Right, right, right. Yeah, but anyway, so the, they 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 decided to make Ewoks because Wookies were too smart, <laughs> which I think does make sense. Yeah, because we were yeah. debating like, okay, so Chewie can fly a plane, mm-hmm. but he's also your dog. Also a dog. Yeah. yeah the <laughs> smartest dog in this universe. He's really good at like hologram chess or whatever they're playing. Yeah. So, you know, he can he can play a strategic game. Or uh, maybe it's just ooh, like I also, don't know. He can is I just very say smart. I really loved Chewie's reaction to seeing Han Solo again. Like, yeah. it's yeah. so it's cute. very sweet. He's like, my friend is back. Yeah. He's so emotional. I, yes. I, don't, I actually can't take it. Yeah. It's too much. <laughs> I was truly in the other movie when they're in the trash compactor. I was truly feeling for him. Because right. he was He's having panicky. a full-blown panic attack. Yeah. Okay, so now he was having a panic attack. And then now C-3PO literally a was. a panic attack. Um, also, Yoda wasn't supposed to be in this movie, but it was added after George Lucas consulted with a child psychologist and decided he needed an independent character to confirm Darth Vader's claim that he is Luke Skywalker's father. That's actually a good move. Like, yeah, I think that very helps good the film move. a lot. Yeah. Because it's just this thing that's said and you're like, huh, all right, well, one person has said right. it. And then it's like to have it confirmed by the person who's teaching him, yeah. I think makes a lot of sense. And like, yes, other people knew about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think also that maybe marks a difference between that George Lucas and like recent George Lucas because I don't think recent George Lucas would be consulting a child psychologist Mm. about his story he would be thinking about like this super like complex trade route his political history of his universe and like not thinking about the children who are his prime audience I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah that feels very thoughtful to to even to see it through a child's eyes in that way because it is an adult character who's learning this not a child but yeah it's children having to deal with that did their mother get pregnant and then immediately upon hearing the news he's like I gotta go to the dark side that's what I don't get I'm like what is the connection between Darth and the mom yeah and where did she go? Why did she have sex with them to begin yes. with? Is sex part of the culture? So you guys don't know anything about no. this? No. Okay. Please don't tell us. Okay. Because I... We're going to get there. in the prequels. It's, it's, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. We're going to get Because truly not knowing anything was so exciting in this yeah. movie. I agree. I yeah. agree. Not having mm-hmm. any idea how it... F- every death was a shock. I mean, that mm-hmm. was fun. That was that was fun. Well, and like for years also, if you liked Star Wars, you had no idea yes, about the right. mom. Like there was no casting there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you never got that filled in. All you knew that was Leia remembered her mom was sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Very beautiful, but sad. Um, you know, like all movie moms. Um, yeah. 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 All movie moms are, yeah, beautiful, sad and people dead. who die. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, can we talk about the Ewok like battle? It's mm-hmm. fun. That was so fun. They're so smart and They're clever. They're very smart, clever, yeah. and uh, they just, the way they move is, <laughs> yeah. I truly was just delighted. <laughs> I was really shocked by their tongues and teeth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I remembered seeing, I think I saw this movie when I was little, but only remembered the Ewoks, mm-hmm. um, but didn't realize they were that big of a part of the movie. And then seeing how detailed they were was alarming. Yeah. Like, they're, like, very real. Mm-hmm. They have, like, lips. Yeah, like they're lips. kind of, like, little pointy teeth. Yeah. Um, but my question is, why do they go to that planet? So Hans and Leia and Chewie, they, they go to that planet for <laughs> why? Because the, the Empire has built a shield generator. Yes. Because they're building this new Death Star, but it doesn't have enough power yet to create, create its own shield. Thank yes. you. I so missed that. Yeah. So the, the, big, the building that they kind of infiltrate, I'm sorry. I've watched no, this please, movie no, many times. It's very nice to have holes I, I got, in. you know, a lot of things, but I missed a, a key point. Yeah. yeah. So. so they do this. So they have they do their whole plan, mm-hmm. first of all. 
they do the same kind of scene in A New Hope where they're like, here's how we're going to destroy the Death Star. Yes. And like the graphics capabilities have like quadrupled yeah. in, in the meantime. But they um, they go and have the meeting with the, the Mon Calamari on the white oh, spaceship. That, that stern woman. Yeah, Mon Mothma. Oh, right. What's who, her name? Mon Mothma. Um, she Truly also... these names. Mon Mothman and Ben. <laughs> I know. That, ben. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There are multiple Bens in the Star oh, Wars universe. Why? It's very funny. Um, you could name them anything. Yeah, I, he loves ben. the name Ben. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they, but the, yeah, so they're basically explaining that the shield generator is on Endor, so they ah, have to knock it out, and then okay. like there's a window of time that they'll have then when they can get into the Death Star and blow it up from the inside. It's okay. like not that complicated of a plan, but it's also like. Why are we on? It's like, a, it's just an excuse to go to another planet, mm-hmm. basically, um, which is uh, one of the joys of Star Wars is going now, to a new planet. Is someone like Mon Matha, who I'm Mon Mothma, who <laughs> yeah, I'm Mama, right Mama, now, does that actress get like to be known forever from this? Or does do people kind of forget? Because I feel like when you're in something this amazing. Yeah. I want the fans to care about everyone. Yeah. I actually, I would love to look that up and see what she did after that because she's such a presence and she's like, yeah. when you're a child also, you think she's Julie Andrews, but yeah. she's not. Uh, <laughs> there are actually several people and I was I was writing down all the people. There's a guy, like just a whatever, like brown shirt uh, empire guy wearing like a funny helmet who I thought was Rick Moranis when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. I, yes. And I also think that um, Harrison Ford looks like him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, at some angles, you're like, hmm, okay. Sometimes Harrison Ford's facial expressions get a little over the top. In yeah. This movie, a little bit. Oh, little yeah. Bit. It gets a little like goofy. He's like, he's in a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? There was a couple times where I was like, this acting is interesting. <laughs> and it makes him like real big face. Yeah. Like that. when he gets unfrozen. I was like, okay, I get that you're blind and you can't see right now, but I was like, you're doing a lot. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I truly love, doing. I love a like lot. jittery, like uh, Han Solo, like straight out of like from just been birthed by a cow, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like all wet. I think it's, <laughs> it's like shaking so out of his character yeah. that he was like, I don't really know how to do this. Yeah. yeah. But he's still trying to be uh-huh. like smooth, yes. but like failing. I don't know. I think it's very charming. Yeah, I, it was I mean, cute. I liked how uh, I liked that he and Leia are an established couple at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was waiting for that. I feel like there was not enough reaction to the news that Luke and Leia are siblings and they have, <laughs> have made out. Kissed already, yeah. And have feelings for each other. Yeah. Like, it's not just that they kissed. It was like But something. Han was truly just like, great. <laughs> this is great. He's fine with it. Oh, she's fine dream. with it. Yeah. Luke mm-hmm. doesn't seem to. He's more no. just like, oh, she's my sister. It's I great. think it was just truly something that happened in the love triangle, and they're trying to make you forget about the love triangle. Yeah, like, we're sister and brother now. Whatever happened, the past is in the past. Yeah, what happens on this planet stays on that planet. I mean, yeah. that's kind of how I've always thought of. Because also uh, watching it as a kid, I never really. I never was like, oh, they're underreacting to this because I was mm-hmm. like, they have so much to worry about right now. They're <laughs> right. so busy. Like, okay, who cares if we like kissed or you were just like mad at your boyfriend so you kissed me or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, yeah, um, you know, uh, bigger stuff has gone down. But there is like, I did this time through try to really like watch Luke's expression when he realizes that Leia is his sister yeah. mm-hmm. because at first it's like this Eureka, like Leia, Leia is my sister, and then like Obi Wan's talking to him, and then like he kind of his eyes wander again, and you can see <laughs> yeah. like wait, what what's happened between uh-huh. us? I think. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm imagining all that for for Mark Hamill, but I I have to think that it went through his mind. Yeah, as an actor, I'm sure it was discussed. Also, yeah. Darth Vader's costume budget, I feel like went up a little oh, bit. Yeah, everyone, patent leather was shiny. Yes. Nice. Also, yeah. I got so excited. Every time that dun dun, dun I was I was <laughs> yeah. really like, yes, queen, stomp it yeah. out. Because Darth is kind of sassy. Yeah. With that cape flying. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. I love that the music slowed down for his death. Yeah. It was like dun 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 dun. I, I loved it. The reveal of his face was such a strong choice. Mm-hmm. I I didn't think it was necessary. Mm-mm. But I could see why Luke would want to see him. Yes. But to me, it's like, remember him how you want to remember him. Yeah. Like, don't look at him when he's a fucking purple dead yeah. thing. And then I appreciated that he was kind of purpley because I was like, that could be James Earl Jones without lotion. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just real ashy. <laughs> but that, it does. It does like clear up that question yeah. that we had of like, OK, so it's James Earl Jones. Yes. Yeah, um, but his kids but are white. Boy, when that, yeah. when that <laughs> helmet comes off, I truly went, no, thank you. 
Well, I did that not was like fucking it. Gross. I didn't yes. think. It, I didn't think it would be like that, especially because we had seen the back of his head where Which it looked like, like chewed up bubble chewed, gum. Yeah, yeah, and that didn't really line up with what his face looked right. like. It was pretty upsetting. Well, I don't know how much they go th- through what happened to him other than like, you know, he does say like he's more a machine now than man Obi-Wan does. But mm-hmm. like that is sort of like also kind of literal, but he did have like a very traumatic body injury. Well, we learned that he lost yeah. his hand just like Luke. Right. Yes, he lost his hand. But I think he lost more than that too. Mm. I think like, I think we are supposed to understand also, when you watch the prequels, that like significant parts of his body and physiology oh, are my gone. God, is he like <laughs> the alien in Men in Black? That's that little alien sitting in the head of that man. <laughs> oh my God. Where it's just his it's face, just a tiny yes, face yeah. with just like <laughs> mechanical totally. parts. He just like planted his head onto some stormtrooper's <laughs> body. It's like, go. Oh my God. That's and possible. then I did not love that Luke burned him up. Yeah. I was like, that patent leather can't smell good. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, what was he going to do? Take his clothes off? Like, I don't know. I guess. But also maybe, I guess you want to burn him to make sure he's dead. Wait, what about the part with mm-hmm. with Darth uh, protecting his son? Oh, yes. That, that was, was this movie, very, right? Wait, I didn't want to mix them up. You guys it haven't was. talked about the Emperor at all, because this is the first right, time we right, really right, right, see the Emperor. The Emperor. Okay, let's talk about the, the Emperor. Emperor. Yeah. Okay. Um, he... Disgusting. He just looks thirsty. He's dry. <laughs> He's very so dry. dry. He, he needs, needs a mask. Just, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hydration to the face. And he is just obsessed. He I, was scary to me. I thought he was scary. Was his whole plan he wanted Luke to kill Vader so then he could assume Vader's role mm-hmm. because he is more powerful than Vader? Apparently. Okay. And then Vader protects Luke. Yes. Mm-hmm. By was picking very nice. up the Emperor and then yeah. he got electrocuted and then we saw... It was kind of like a skeleton thing where you saw his skeleton, yeah, but it was just the outline him. of his helmet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that got me. I giggled real hard. <laughs> and then he threw him down a hole, and that's how he dies. And like fumes. Yes. Just like out I of was the like, hole. It's real easy to kill people in it this is, universe. It is, but it's not. It's like there are some holes where you fall down and you're fine, <laughs> some holes where you're immediately dead, mm-hmm, yeah. some holes where a giant thing eats you. Like a hole could be anything. Yeah, you just got to get in the right hole. I yeah. think in the, I think in a, am I wrong? I never watch trailers for anything now because mm-hmm. I just hate, like I just wa- I like to watch a movie for the first time. But uh, I think that they like tease the Emperor cackle in for the latest, the, the new Star Wars movie that's coming out. Oh, okay, I don't know. Uh, which I like, I, I like, avoid this information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the funny <laughs> thing Wars, is, is that <laughs> he looks so old in this one, but the actor like goes on to play him in the prequels oh. as a younger man. Oh, right. Okay, my but, husband told me this. Yeah. That the they basically use old face makeup mm-hmm. on this guy in these movies, but he, as he ages, he continues yeah. to be in the film yeah. and oh. just it gets older. Yeah. Kind of cool. I know, yeah. it's kind of awesome. Yeah. So he looks like, you know, 200 years old mm-hmm. in this, but then he plays like a 70-year-old or 80-year-old. In the yeah. prequels, do we learn how the emperor becomes the emperor? Yes. Oh, That's okay. like a big part of the prequels. Okay. And a lot of it is quite boring. Oh, boy. And some of it's sort of exciting. Oh That's all that God. I will say. Okay. I'm so boring. <laughs> no. It's been so interesting because... I feel that I'm now on the path of I'm excited to mm-hmm. know all of this shit finally right. once and for all. Like, I've spent so long being like, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> and I actively would avoid learning. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now I'm kind of in. This so is how I'm everybody in. felt. I'm into it. In May of uh, 1999. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. can't wait to find out what happened before Star mm-hmm. Wars. <laughs> So there were some good reviews, of course, of this movie at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger Ebert gave it a four-star review. He's already a super fan by this mm-hmm. point. He loves it. He says, The story in the Star Wars movies is, however, only part of the film and a less crucial element as time goes by. What Jedi is really giving us is a picker- picaresque... Is that how you say that? Picaresque. Oh, my God. Yeah. Journey through the yeah, imagination picaresque. and an introduction to forms of life less mundane than our own. Oh, that's nice. You gave um, it four. Is that four out of four? I was, a f- I believe, four out of four. Hmm. I mean, usually do thumbs up, so I don't. Really I know. always remember like Leonard Maltin because we had the Leonard Maltin book when I was growing up. He, I think, he gave this one a mere three out of four stars. Ah. Well, yeah, there's Scott. I oh, think. Well, the New York Times. All of the members of the old Star Wars gang are back doing what they've done before, <laughs> but this time with a certain evident boredom. I 
disagree. I disagree yeah. so firmly on that. I mean, there's one person who is very clearly bored in this movie, and his name is Sir Alec Guinness, but he only has one scene, Who's so that? it's fine. Is that Ben? Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he has to explain all the shit mm-hmm. to Luke, it is the most bored and checked out <laughs> I've ever seen anybody be in a Star Wars. Like, so <laughs> when they show the hologram at the end where I think it was Obi-Wan Kenobi and then Anakin mm-hmm. as Hayden, yeah. was Obi-Wan originally there? And then they add... Hayden Christensen? Uh, there, they had, no, they had Obi-Wan and then the actor that played Anakin that was like the guy oh. in the suit oh, at the end, but okay. him like looking normal um, and in wow. Jedi robes and then, um, and then Yoda. Yeah. I'm really, I really hate the idea of them putting Hayden Christensen's head when they reveal the Darth yeah. Vader. Yeah. That, I think no, thank that seems you. so dumb. Yeah. I'm trying to now. I'm wondering. I, I, I'm going to double check on this after because I'm, I'm genuinely curious. But I'm pretty sure that there was a version of, and they might have taken that out because it was too weird looking. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they've done so many versions of this since then, um, so many reissues of the reissue. Yeah. Um, I have a I have a DVD, a bootleg DVD burned of the original laser discs of. Star Wars. That's my version oh, wow. that I own. So I'm like a purist here. When you put yeah. like a laser disc, do you make a laser disc? <laughs> you yeah, it's like a teeny tiny laser disc. Uh, baby laser disc. No, I got it off of eBay, of course. Oh. So do you? Okay. So do you collect a bunch of stuff like this? This is like Not really. I I had I had some memorabilia when I was like a teen that I would just pick up, but I was never a big merch getter the stuff that I wanted was always the most expensive mm. stuff like I wanted to have the lightsaber handles that you can buy for you know a thousand dollars or something oh, like wow. that a thousand what, it's yeah. just a handle it doesn't handle? light up yeah it's like in a in a like case Whoa. Oh. and then it's just like a replica a prop replica and then um they also th- there was a catalog of all, um like the official Lucasfilm Star Wars catalog that I used to just like pour over oh. um and they had a also a, a life-size replica of um, Han and Carbonite. Wow. Um, you know, for your home. <laughs> How much was that? I, I, many Probably dollars. So a lot that would be yeah. so funny if we had that in our houses now. <laughs> well, he's I'm also like, like now making a, a sex face. to hang this on my wall. And he's like, oh. he, Yes, I said that. I was like, that's his comfort. It totally yeah. is. It's very yeah. funny. <laughs> um, it must have been annoying also, to make that because you had to have your mouth open with something yeah. inside of it, I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, the lightsaber. So Darth said you made this, so Jedis make their own lightsabers? Apparently. The lightsabers hmm. got cooler in this one. They were like sleeker yes. and slimmer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so Luke's in this one he made for himself because he lost his last one. And that's weird to assume that happened in between the two films. Uh, um, and I guess, oh, I can't remember if we ever see Anakin making his lightsaber, but... I can't think that if he did, then it wasn't the one that he's using as Darth Vader because that's a red one and that's a Sith lightsaber. Oh, um, so green <laughs> is good and red is bad. Green and uh, blue are good. I didn't good. actually connect that they Me had either. different ones. Yeah. I was just like, this is a Christmas fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only except they're all green or blue or red, except um, Samuel L. Jackson had a purple lightsaber. Samuel L. Jackson's in this? <laughs> oh, yeah, in the Boy prequels. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's exciting. Who does he play? Have we seen his character? No, his, his name is Mace Windu. He's Mace a, Windu. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> wow, <what a> wild ass <laughs> Mace Windu. Windu. Uh huh. Okay, um, but he's uh he seemed really excited to be there. But it's also like those the prequels, like even even somebody with the enthusiasm and like just magneticism is that the word mm-hmm. of Samuel Jackson, like. The the effect of being on those prequels like even saps it out of him. Like yeah. you can tell he was super stoked to be there, and it's like a month later, it's like, uh. oh my god, <laughs> I I cannot imagine what that would feel like to be that. Be it, first of all, you get to be mm-hmm. in one of these movies which are iconic and like yeah. whatever, yeah, and then you're bored. Yeah, yeah I can't <laughs> fathom that. Honestly, right now I'm like, put me in one. Me too. I, I think that's our campaign now is to get into. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta get into it. Now we love it. Let Let's, us be in we're, it. We're learning. We're informed. Mm-hmm. I had a chance to go to a Star Wars for the um, the Last Jedi set, and I couldn't do it because because they were shooting in England, and I couldn't go. But I was like. I'm going to kick myself over that for the rest of my wow. life. Like, just to, like, sit in the that cockpit. That would have been so cool. The, yeah, it would have yeah. been amazing. Yeah. <sighs> I guess I got to go to Disneyland now. Yeah. Or Disney World. I don't know. We Good are. Galaxy's Edge. Take Wars a trip Land. there for an episode. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. We'll get us some Yoda I still backpacks. haven't been. I, like, 
<laughs> Lauren really oh wants God, a Yoda back. Is really good. Yeah. <laughs> and then we understand why Yoda's a backpack yeah, because part of his training yeah. was to carry yeah. him around. It's such a good toy idea. Truly, yeah. honestly, well, all the toys are really good. Yes. I, I was thinking just now about the lightsabers and how if you were making this world and then you see children fighting with them, mm-hmm. that must feel really gratifying. Oh, yeah. I created something yeah. that was like so exciting to kids. Yeah. Where's George Lucas now? Yeah, what is he doing? Where, where's Marin? Like, he just I hangs mean, out. He's millions and billions. He's been. Of dollars. He's been. He got so much money in that Disney deal, yeah. and he never has to do anything again for the rest of. And no. I think like he's a little Crazy. bummed about that because he doesn't get to like be a creative mm-hmm. part. Oh, so that the, he gives that up as well. Like, yeah, because he sold it. the okay, franchise. Wow, he yeah. sold all the rights to Disney. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. And and would they not want to include him? I don't understand. I guess it's like Here's someone. My take. Yeah, I wouldn't. To have someone who keeps changing movies that are yeah. locked? Yeah. That's, a, that's money. Yeah. So it's like, sure, the movie's made a ton of money, but now we have to go back in an editing bay and we're going to CGI someone's face over someone's yeah. face? Yeah. Just leave it alone. Right. And people like it how it was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, I don't really know. It, it seems very overly simplistic to say like, well, you know, by and large, like even the fans didn't like what he was doing with mm-hmm. the franchise yeah. by the end there. But um, I, there must have been some financial reasons why they decided it was like smart for him to not be involved anymore. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. So, is this your favorite one, or do you have no your favorite of the, the original? One, right? What is your what is your real favorite of the original trilogy? Yeah, uh, uh, Empire. I mean, Empire and what's is your the favorite best. of all of them? Empire. Okay. okay. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, but this one, I mean, this one is was my favorite as a kid, and I have a very soft spot for it, and I'm very defensive of it when people start to knock the Ewoks and all the creatures yeah. and stuff. Because I love I that can't stuff. Imagine that, being upset I was about the Ewoks. Wrapped. I don't know what you want out of this. These right. movies. Yeah. They were cute. They were moving around a lot. They yeah. had a lot of action. I liked yeah. them. I loved them. They make was, the guy trip on the logs, and it goes <laughs> woo, 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 and falls over. That scared me so whole, much as a kid. Oh my god, I know. They should have a whole treehouse section of Star Wars land where it's all Ewok stuff. I oh. would go visit that. Do they have Ewoks walking around in costume. Oh. Can we cuddle with Ewoks? Do you guys know about the Star Wars Christmas special? No, it's the worst thing ever. Oh. Uh, ever filmed I don't think it was filmed I think it was like taped but um, it is entirely about Wookiees um, it is about yeah, I it's mean, about Chewbacca's really everything that you're saying is bad I'm like I'm on board that one sounds good <laughs> I know, I know that you like it sounds amazing and like even if it's so bad it's good like it has yeah. to be amazing like Jefferson Starship shows up in it um, it is almost unwatchable and the <laughs> only reason I watched it was because I was like I had to write about it for a piece uh-huh. so I um, soldiered my way through it but it is um, but if you want some Ewok or I mean some Wookiees mm-hmm. they're they're aplenty okay I'm <laughs> well, into it how do the prequels because people really tear apart these prequels people hate mm-hmm. them which one is the most like this movie I'm trying to figure out out of the prequels which one I'm gonna like the most mm-hmm. um, I think that probably Probably the first one, probably episode one, because... And that's The Phantom Menace? The Phantom Menace, because Anakin is a kid in it, so it's like kind of... (laughs) You guys are learning. You're really learning. You're learning. By the end, we can debate anyone about these films. It's going to be amazing. I mean, you got to take on the board. Yesterday, I called the first one. I was like, hope not here. And they were like, uh, John was like, that's, no, it's a new hope. Hope We're still figuring it out. Oh, my God. But yeah, the the, um, episode one, just because Anakin is a kid in it. And so it's kind of like a child's level, a child's eye level story for a while. So it has that kind of very innocent feeling that I think a lot of Return of the Jedi has. It's sort of fun. There are a lot of creatures in it um, mm-hmm. because there's a big sequence around pod racing, which is a pretty good, like, fun... Did you con- say pottery scene? Pod racing. Oh, pod racing. It's, it's like a this, pottery scene that goes... Pottery to the pottery. But it's Ewoks and they're rubbing each other from behind. <laughs> oh, my God. I was, can someone draw that, please? Oh, my yes, God. Please draw that. That's our oh, plea for be art. amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, we have to wrap it up. So, yes. um, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Your podcast, Night Call? Yeah, uh, Night Call. It's on the How Stuff Works Network. I host it with uh, Molly Lambert and Tess Lynch. And we have episodes every Monday. I'm on Twitter at Emily Oshida, and that's kind of it right now. I, I used to have, like, a long list of things, and now I'm just like, I'm on Twitter, and I do a podcast. Well, people should deep dive fun. all of your yes, yes, Star yes. Wars writing because if they want to have, have fan fiction. We didn't mention yes. that. Yes. Is that online? Oh, wait. Where? Oh, we don't know. Ooh, we just we know that you've written that you fan fiction. <laughs> where did you find out I wrote fan fiction? Oh, <laughs> our, no. our producer informed we us of this. Oh, my God. Incredible. stalking you. Um, I well, know you're a 
dress as well. Yeah. <laughs> I've watched you write fan fiction in your window. <laughs> well, my fan fiction is not published under oh, my name, okay. so you will never find oh, it. Great. Oh, great. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, is, it it under, is, is it published? I mean, it was on a, uh, a, a on a site for Star Wars. Oh, okay. So okay, we don't. Amazing. Do you want us to cut this part out? We can't. No, no, no. I, I like. I mean, it's it's fine for everybody to know that I I wrote Star I think Wars fan fiction right? with you. Um, nobody <laughs> like, can ever it? read it. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Okay. I think yeah, we want to try most... to write some at some point. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll see if we'll try. Uh, I want to write. I think my fanfic will be Chewbacca finding a lady Bubaka. Chewbacca. Oh my god. <laughs> Yep, Chewbacca meets Bubaka. I'm gonna and- write Ewok porn. <laughs> yes. Just like cuddling. Yes. Yeah, it's all really tame. Yeah, very, very tame. Just hug each other and smile. And then babies pop up. Yeah. Lauren, where can people find you? They can find me at Lauren Lapkiss on Twitter and Instagram. Um, please follow along. I know. And where can they find you? Uh, Nicole Byer on Twitter and Instagram. And everyone should be following up along because I we also have um, other podcasts that we yes. do and things you might be interested in that if you yes. like us talking about things, we we talk about things a lot. We so. love talking about <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. Things so are the find best. Our other podcasts. Um, okay. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much for being so here. Fun. This is great. Uh, this is my favorite. My favorite I love it. <laughs> Lauren, I was so jazzed to come talk yeah, about me it because I liked it so much. I feel happy today. Yes. So let's see what happens it next time. It was a time. rough two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.